Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thanks for joining us. Our text today is taken from the Gospel according to St. John chapter 1, verse 30 to 42. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning round, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas. Which, when translated, is Peter. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for your loving kindness and all that you're doing in our lives. Father God, as I begin this podcast, I pray that as many that will listen to the sound of my voice across the world today will be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The title of this podcast is You Are a Divine Project. You are a divine project. We will be taking an active look at the Apostle Peter's first encounter with Jesus Christ as a divine project. Peter, no doubt, is one of the most intriguing disciples of Jesus Christ, who was radically devoted to the mission of Christ on this side of eternity. So my prayer today is that at the end of this podcast, we will all have been ignited by the passion Peter had for the Messiah, and also we will have learned why we should not give up just yet. We would have learned why you should not give up because you are a divine project. So what is a project? A project 
is an individual or collective enterprise that is carefully planned to achieve a particular aim or a specific plan or design. And you know what, my friends? God's words say, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So to proceed from here, let us look at the identity of the Apostle Peter. Let's locate him in the Bible and also in history. Peter was one of the most conspicuous of Jesus' twelve disciples. Peter is known as Simon Peter, the son of Jonah, or John, and the brother of Andrew. The name Peter comes from the Aramaic term for rock, and Simon comes from the Greek for hearing. Peter's name appears on all of the list of the apostles and in all three synoptic gospels as well as the book of Acts. The gospels describe Peter as coming from the fishing village of Capernaum on the Sea of Galilee. The gospel also indicates that he was a native of Galilee based upon his having an accent typical of the region. The year of his birth and death are unknown, but probably somewhere between AD 64 to 67. Furthermore, he was the one who walked on water with Jesus and sank. Peter was the one who denied Jesus. Peter was the one who chopped up the soldier's ear. He was also the one who ran to the tomb of Jesus. You find that in the book of John chapter 20 verse 1 to 10. Peter also, among his achievement, preached on the day of Pentecost. And thousands were won to the Lord. Now, at the beginning of the first century, the Messianic expectation in Israel was in full bloom. In the Judaism of that time of Jesus Christ, the Messiah expected by Israel was to be someone who would reveal God's glory. This Messianic hope included the expectation of a deliverer, who was to free the people of Israel from years of oppression from the Romans. That was why Andrew and his brother were over the moon when they believed they had found the Messiah. There has been 400 years of silence between the last prophecy altered and the time that Gabriel the angel visited Zechariah to announce that his wife Elizabeth would give birth to a son. John 1.4 There is a great temptation to venture into the whole story of Peter in order to get a panoramic picture, but I shall try to restrict myself to his first encounter with Jesus Christ. Now, there are a couple of reasons why Peter is important to understanding Christianity as a faith. There are a couple of reasons why Peter is so important to understanding Christianity. One, Peter is a model for all Christians to follow. In theory, Peter represents a true picture of our frailty as Christians, as we notice in his expression of faith in Christ at high and low points of his life. 
Peter did not exhibit any holier-than-thou attitude, rather a genuine inhibition at every turn of his work with Christ. These uncommon virtues are the reason why I believe Peter is elevated to the place where he is today in the Christian story as we know it. Overall, Peter's failings are treated as symptoms of man's state of sinfulness or weaknesses, which can be overcome through faith in Jesus Christ. Peter was an unlikely symbol of stability, one who could easily pass for a character suffering from split personality, walking by impulse. Aside from this, Peter could also be described easily as a person of little faith. All these deficiencies did not stop Peter from becoming what Christ wanted him to be. Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. But yet, he's an example of a forgiven sinner. The second reason is that the gospel described Peter's confession as the rock upon which the future church would be built. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter. Upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be losing in heaven. Matthew 16, 17 to 19. This authentic Christian story started when Peter came face to face with Jesus Christ. Now, look at what happened. Jesus looked at Peter and told him what he was and what he would be. Wow! These are two different things. John chapter 1 verse 40 to 42. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah, thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. Meaning, right now, you are Simon, but through me, you will be a rock. Never forget, Jesus look at you and offers you the invitation of moving from you are to you will be. The Lord is so good that he doesn't look at the cosmetics, but he look at the graphics. I am so glad that when Jesus looked at me in 1987, he loves me just the way I was and he saw me. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. how I can and will be through Him. God is right now looking at you, what you will be, the finished product. 
The Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 8, But God commanded his love to us, us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. You can see from here that God sees beyond the facade. He sees what we are for who we are. Take, for example, an automobile. Most people who use them have never seen the graphic design of the car they drive. But car designers can tell you that most of the graphics that translate into what we now have on our driveways and call cars are not always fantastic in look. It will be very difficult for the ordinary man to translate the graphic that has the blueprint of the car that is sitting in your driveway. But in order to appreciate any form of structural or abstract design, one needs to look beyond the graphics. We need to look beyond the facade. We need to look beyond what the naked eyes can see. Hence, I believe that Jesus saw Peter in their first encounter as a structural design. You are the required finishing you will be. Design focuses not only on the isolated outer shape, but concentrates on the combination of forms and functions. So when the designers of cars get to work, they do not just look at how beautiful the car will look on the outside, but they try to do things that will keep this, this car intact, the structures and then the functions. So different professionals are involved in designing this car to what it is going to be. So my friend, right now, you are a project, a divine project, a project in the hand of the Most High God, a project that needs to be finished. My friends, you are that project that the Lord is working on. Now, He's still working on all of us as human beings. The next time you think of yourself as a problematic individual, the next time you think of yourself as someone who is incomplete, Remember that you are a project in the hand of God. Remember that you are a divine project. As a person who is dyslexic, sometimes I wonder, God, why did you make me so? Why can't I be like other people? Why can't I comprehend like others? Why can't I do such and such? And I keep asking God these questions. But you know what, friends? I stop worrying because I know that I am a divine project. A very special project in the hand of the Most High God. You are still a project. It took him just a week to make the moon, the stars, and all other things in the universe. But my friend, God is still working on you. He hasn't finished yet. And that's why you must not give up at all. That's why you must not look down on yourself. 
I don't care what kind of suffering that you're going through right now. I don't care what kind of sickness that you're suffering right now. I don't care how much pain you are right now. Because these things don't really matter. What matters is that God is still working on you. What matters is that God is still fixing you. What matters is that God sees you in a different light that you are. That's what matters. Remember, Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. But you know what, my friends? Peter was there in the first place to be able to do the denying Not all the rest of the disciples were there, but Peter was there to be able to deny. Peter was there to be able to sink down. He stepped out of his comfort zone to walk on water. How many other disciples did that? Because he was a project. Because he was a divine project. And tonight, I am bringing it to you, to right to where you are. That you never should give up. You never should write yourself off. No one have the right to write you off. No one have the right to put you down. Because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Because you are in the thought of God. Because you are in the mind of God. Because you are a divine project. The next time devil comes to you and tell you how useless you are, how time waster you are, remind the devil that you are a divine project. When the Lord finishes with you, the whole world will celebrate you. When God finishes with you, you will know that you are a finished product. My friend, when Peter, when he come to the time of Peter's ending, he said, crucify me not the way of Christ, not like Christ, but crucify me upside down, for I'm not worthy to be crucified as Christ. I tell you, my brother, a personal encounter with God will always make all the difference that you need in your life. When you encounter Jesus in all honesty, in all sincerity, everything will be different. Your perception of the world will be different. Your perception of pain will be different. Your perception of spiritual pain will be different. Your perception of physical pain will be different. And that's what we're talking about. Because you are a divine project. You are a divine project. Now, when you truly encounter Jesus as Lord and Savior, it takes you beyond a casual relationship to him. That was what happened when Peter met with the Messiah. And tonight, the Messiah is right here where you are. Where you are listening to the sound of my voice. That Messiah is calling unto you. Open the doors of your heart and he will come right in. Now Hebrew chapter 12 verse 2 says this. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Despising the shame. 
and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. My friends, as I bring this podcast to a close, I wanted to say to you tonight that you are a special vessel, someone that God is still working on. Someone that God is interested in. A person of interest to God. Because you are a divine project. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come before you again. For the grace that you have granted for this podcast. I pray God that as many that will hear this, O Lord, will see themselves as divine project and they will have patience to wait, O God, in your hands so that they can be sorted, so that the abstract can take on meanings. Lord, as many that are going through difficulties, I pray, God, that you visit them in a special way. And I seal this prayer with the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.